Welcome everyone to the beginning of arc three of our Ship Happens campaign. Uh, I am MB. I'm the DM. I use she, her pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at Mari Does Things, and you can find the Dice Collectors on Twitter at Dice Collectors. Hi there, I'm Jess. I use she, her pronouns. I play Rua, who uses she, her, they, them pronouns, our swashbuckling rogue, and you can find me on Twitter at Jess of All Trades, and that's Jess with only one S. Hi, everybody. I'm Haley. I'm currently in, I almost said the state of Boston. I'm currently in Boston. So woohoo! Done with grad school classes, but now I have two new jobs. That's fun. I play Omthi. Omthi, we both use she, her pronouns. And you can find me on Twitter at Haley Clinton and the number four, because I still don't know what to have, what's up with the first three. Hello, hello. Uh, I'm Tofi. I use they, they, he pronouns. I play the character Braun, who uses they, he pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Tofilium, T-O-F-I-L-I-U-M. And I think Braun's still having a midlife crisis. That's okay. Hello, we are Ghosty. We use, uh, well, feeling recently they, she pronouns. We play Noxara, your favorite sword wizard. And you can find us on Twitch at Little Ghostling and on Twitter at Little Ghostling without the E. Uh, hey, today I'm, I don't know, I'm not really feeling rock right now. I'm uh, a Shrevy here. Uh, what level we're we supposed to be? We're, where's Arc 3? I'm. You're still level 6. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm very disoriented right now and yeah, happy to be here. Well, let's do a recap. What happened last time, y'all? That's belly. Sorry. Pretty sure we're all dead and this is the afterlife. <laughs> we ended up on the elemental plane of air or something like that. I hope I got that right. Sorry, yep. I took a big bite of a giant Nutella cookie just as we asked oh. us to do that. <laughs> I'm jealous of the dessert. Wildly unprofessional over here. We're all wildly unprofessional all the time, so it works. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you all were in the elemental plane of air. You reunited with Noxara, who was already there, and uh, hopped a ride on Matsuabelli, a skyworm. Do you remember what they had told you about what they were doing? Yeah, they're looking for a blue antisocial dragon with black horns because something magical took them away. Yep. They were kind of an explorer and were on a mission, but found you all and helped you instead. <laughs> much appreciated (laughs) and Faye brought you to the area where the rift was near the plane of ash um, and you were able to get up through a cyclone and were sucked out through the rift at the top of this twister so we're going to pick up there as the wind whips you up and out and um, for a second everything goes black and then it's bright and you have to squint And you hit the sand and there is a hot sun above you and you all are in some sort of desert. Another scorpion. (laughs) A little traumatized because I'm an Ashani. I'm going to look around and make sure there's no scorpions just kind of hiding and burrowing. Um, Make Make a perception check. And while you're at it, roll a d4 for me as well. This to determine if there's scorpions. Because I feel like I'm gonna roll real, real badly. Where's my? I love the audio. Dig through that dice tray. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's a, it's a canister. Oh. Excellent. <laughs> okay, my D4 got a three. Okay. Uh, oh, I actually rolled well on that perception test. Um, twenty. Not not twenty. Nice. That's all my luck for art for the arc. Let's nice see y'all. <laughs> yep. Good start. Yeah. <laughs> good start. <laughs> so you don't see any scorpions. What you do see is you're kind of like in this area where there's sand dunes. And so the sand is kind of shifting underneath your feet. This is considered rough terrain for all of y'all. And you do see kind of like a, a dark shape kind of on the horizon. Looks like it's uh, in the eastern side if you're reading the sun correctly, but you don't know. You can't tell what it is from this point. It just looks like there's something out there to the east. Well, looks like we're safe from scorpions, but there is a shape over there, and I'm just gonna emotion that way. 
Umphi's doing sand angels, like sweet, sweet ground. Oh, it's ground. We're not on fire. There's ground. Okay, I can do this. Yeah, she's but, having a mental breakdown. But where are we? There's ground. That's all that matters. There's sand plane. I feel like that's where we're at. That's definitely not where we need to be. I mean, there's sand on Earth. Are there demons anywhere? Does Blythe feel a piece of their soul? That's a great question. So you pull out your spoon <laughs> and they kind of think for a minute. Yes, it's relatively close. I can't tell. If we get closer, I'll, I could pinpoint it perhaps. Well, it's going to look at everyone and be like, a spoon, don't. A soul piece is over here. So like, I'm going to hold it up like a beacon and just walk around with them. It's close. And I put the soul in the spoon. So they become a person again. Ron's about to turn into a warlock, I swear. <laughs> Listen, if it helps me make brewing, like if it helps me <laughs> brew, I will do it. I, I will do it. I mean, we, we, it might be the way out too. Well, I'll, I'll preface with that. Maybe, maybe it'll help us find the way out of here as well. Uh, so, that's win, a big win. Light, I think. Well, what else are we going to do, Rook? I'm, I'm no, hey, I'm I'm 100 behind you on this one. I am on your Thank side. You. Let's go. Men supporting men. Got this. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do we want to head towards the shape and hope it's something other than sand? Nagzara can make lights that glow and can go far. Can make to a brighten shape. To clarify, it's like on the horizon. It's not within any, you can't even like really make out what, oh, what it is. There is like okay. something somewhere far away that you can just barely kind of start to make out. Oof, I'm a little less on board with this plan. I thought it was a little closer. Yeah, yeah uh, I thought it was a little closer too. Uh, okay, hold I on. Think it was, I thought I was thinking it was within 120 <laughs> feet so I could use dancing lights. Listen, hold on. I. Uh, I did just get a new spell. I did just get a new spell. Called Fine Steed. I could, I could, we could, we could make a steed. I could, I could, I could call a steed, and at least one of us can can sit up top, so we don't have to walk. Or like we could trade off, you know, whatever's whatever's most fair. Oh, I got Eric, so I'm good. <laughs> Poor Eric. It could be a little steed. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get a cast and get a get a weasel. <laughs> <laughs> or a badger <laughs> one other thing Noxara that you notice is that Tankus is not with you oh okay can I summon Tankus you try to summon her she does not come I think when Noxara realizes this she's gonna, she's gonna sniffle a little she loves her cat she wants her cat so I know there's no scorpions, but are there any other animals around? Make a nature check. That's not a great nature check. Uh, 12. It seems like in this area, like there's not no plant life. There's no water. There's no real living anything that you can see at this point. Well, I guess somewhere is better than nowhere. We should probably start walking. Seems like a long day. All right. What was that, Rook? No, nothing. I was going to make a, a just going to say I'm going to take a nap on top of Eric, but you know, all good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you all start heading out towards this shape on the horizon. I would like everyone to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, gosh. Stress. Uh, Eddie, everyone within 10 feet gets a plus one on saving throws. Ah, well, then that makes that an 18. I needed that because I got an eight. 14 for Amthi. I forgot to not do it on D&D Beyond again because it is being slow. Oh, five. Perfect. <laughs> cool. That slow, slow roll weight for a five. I'm not doing it again. Braun got a nine. All right. So, Braun, as you start trudging with your armor slogging in this desert heat, Ruck, as you are unshaded on top of Eric and Naxara as you're kind of little lost without your familiar and in this bright bright sunlight 
even your eyes that have kind of started to adjust to the surface, it starts to give you a headache. Um, and all three of you take a level of exhaustion as your skin starts to blister and you start to get like some sunburn. Do I still have my exhaustion from the islands? Were you? Ex- oh yeah. You never took a rest, did you? No. So yeah, you're at two levels of exhaustion. I should have been, I should have been rolling that with disadvantage, uh, but it doesn't make, it doesn't no. matter because I already failed. <laughs> so now you're at half speed and I'm your ability speed. checks okay. are at disadvantage. What type of terrain is this? It's desert. Oh, great. <laughs> so you all are, the, the sand is like shifting under your feet as you're kind of crossing up these sand dunes and down the other side. Um, it's difficult you and it is a, a slog to, to walk towards this shape, but about an hour passes. And those of you who are sunburnt, you kind of start to feel your, your skin tighten, but you do get closer to this shape and you can see it's like a weird kind of mound where there's light kind of refracting off of it in different angles. So depending on kind of when you look at it and what angle you're at to it, there's like a weird like brightness to it. It's no longer just a dark shape on the horizon. You can start picking out some features and um, it looks like there's something reflective about it. So as we're like seeing everyone start to get exhausted and like clearly getting sunburnt, like <laughs> not good for the ears. Um, could I cast call lightning and have a storm appear and not actually have like lightning come down, but just have like a storm cloud <laughs> over us for a little while? Yeah. How long does that last? Uh, that is a fabulous question. Um, is there a minute or 10 minutes and I can't remember. It says concentration up to 10 minutes. There you go. So for 10 minutes, you can gather the clouds above you so that you have, you can block out the sun a little bit. You get some shade and relief from the sun. And the, I'll say how long, how wide is the range for the clouds? A 60 foot radius cylinder. Cool. As you all approach the, the shape, you can see it's not huge. Like it's not a city or anything like that. It's maybe like the shape of a few buildings maybe. And then as you get even closer, it's not even as big as that, but it seems like there's a glass structure of some sort up on top of this dune um, that you are at the base of. Has anyone ever seen anything like this before? I, I, I don't know. Have I seen anything like this before? I don't think I have. None of you have. Darn, I was hoping the worldly old man had seen it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it looks really breakable. We probably shouldn't go very close to it. I mean, we uh, need shelter. We can't stay out here. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to crisp here. Not good for the skin. It's really not. I, sh- I should at least get a big hat on. It's shady for like 10 minutes. Uh, that was that was a glorious 10 minutes reprieve from the scorching heat. Ruck, you have a passive perception of 15, right? Uh, yes, I do. As you kind of look up at this shape, you can see that it's not just glass on top of the dune. There's also like glass covering the sand around the top of the dune. So instead of stepping on sand, you would be stepping on glass. Oof, if uh, we're going to go near there, better wash the feet because uh, that is a ton of glass down there. Oh. Is it like one sheet of glass or broken pieces? It's one sheet. Huh. Like instead of dirt, you would be walking on the, a ground made of glass. All right, that's not going to hold my weight. Um, I Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm stressed. I'm sure it will. They can't design something like that to not do that. I mean, they surely could. They sure, they surely could have. <laughs> A little stressed. Does there appear to be any way, like, inside this structure? Is it even meant to have people go inside? There's no opening that you can see. Are you going up the dune to get closer? I mean, Rua I, will. I, yeah, I say we do. All right. As you get up closer, you can start to make out this isn't just like a 
structure this there's something inside the glass like amber almost something's encased in it um and as you get up to the point where you can start kind of walking on the glass you can see that there are bones and um you can start to make out this kind of skeletal shape and you can see scales kind of like a almost like the color of the sand some have fallen it seems to the bottom of this encasement but others just seem kind of held in place like they were stuck in the sap of whatever this caused this uh glass to form around it oh this is some jurassic park shit here (laughs) if dinosaurs start coming out of the crime is that another dragon are there i never thought i'd see any of these maybe there's a dragon per plane Ampi, as you take a closer look, it does look draconic in in shape and body type. You can see the tail kind of wrapped around at the bottom. You can see there's a skull at the other end um, open, like it is uh, about to breathe whatever kind of draconic breath it has. But there is no flesh or anything like that in the in in the glass. Wait, wait, I kind of I kind of blanked out there is a dragon skeleton yeah Noxara, there's a chance does Noxara see this yeah Noxara, look. Noxara is just staring at it and then she starts to try and collect the bones it's an amber oh it's an amber it's encased in this glass like something would be encased in amber okay it's gonna try and collect the amber uh you're gonna have to try to break it <laughs> Nexara requires assistance from friends. I, I don't <laughs> need help. I don't know if that's a good idea. You're not breaking this. Think of the bones. Think of the dragon. Nexara could have not. No. Nexara could have assist. I cannot fit that in my bag. I'm, I'm gonna hold life up and be like, how does this feel for your soul piece? How does what is the general vibe check? What what are you feeling? This is not my soul. I am not a dragon. <laughs> I don't know that. All I can tell you is that my soul is on this plane somewhere. Okay. That's fine. I don't think we should break open the dragon gates. I I'm just want to hold up a spoon and just go, what is this vibe check? Okay, how cute of a shirt would that be though? What's the vibe check? What's the vibe check? I want a sticker. Like, I just have this, like, slight fear that if we, if we uh, break open the case, it's magic, something's gonna happen, the dragon's gonna come back to life and kill us all, and I'm gonna cry. Like, I'm... We do have a tendency to break things. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a key possibility with uh, us here, that this dragon's gonna come alive, and we're gonna have to deal with it in some way or another. You know, afterlife and death and ghosts that have already come after us. If I die from a skeleton dragon, I will die happy. Looks at Omphi and Anok to just be like, is there anything like magical about this? Or is it just some weird natural thing that happened? That's a great question. Can I roll? Are you casting detect magic or are you just trying to figure out with an arcana check? Just like an arcana check. I don't have anything. Yep. Go ahead and roll an arcana check. I'm not rolling great today that's an eight here noxaro will roll arcana too with disadvantage because you're exhausted disadvantage we're in bad shape y'all i my high i hate when this happens my high my first roll was a 20 like an actual 20 my second roll was a one (laughs) so that's at least that's a that's an eight ghost your rolling is wild (laughs) neither of you have any idea this could be magical it could be physical it could be mechanical for all you know like there is no telling what caused this um that you can tell i just want to see if i can use my survival to uh, see how old the bones are yeah go ahead and roll a survival check Nox, did you say something else yep nagzara was just gonna say nagzara wants bones I'm just gonna look at Rua and just go. I don't think I can charm person the uh, the skeleton. Sorry. <laughs> we can always come back now that we know where it is, and go where. 
I don't know, but we can't stay here and die of dehydration. I can make it rain. Very good point. <laughs> Rock, what's your survival? Uh, 21. These are extremely old uh, bones. This has had enough time. This The flesh has had time to desiccate and really disappear, even though it was... Um, in this kind of casing so either it was outside of the casing when it died or something weird happened um to make it kind of decompose that was what i was looking for in the casing and in order for a body this huge to look the way it does in front of you with the bones kind of picked clean in some in most places it it's had to be here for a while uh, I don't want to alarm anybody here, but these bones have been here a while, just just in case anybody's wondering. Thank you for the confirmation. Okay. And you said that was a 21, right? <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll even give you a couple centuries. <laughs> a long, 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 long while. <laughs> like even looking at the quality of the bones and like the the um sand around it, the glass around it, you're kind of like getting close to inspect it. It's been there for a while. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it better or worse. <laughs> all that tells me is that we're not going to touch it. That's all I got. Around this time, Nagzara, you feel a little uh, furry body curl around your ankles. Gonna look down. It's Tankus. <gasps> My baby. Nagzara is going to pick up Tankus and just snuggle. There is a little note with a ribbon tied around uh, her neck. Okay. Is going to like rub cheek against cheek. Uh, like Noxara and Tinkus likely always do. Um, and is going to then read the, the note. In very familiar handwriting, it says, this is a much better place for you to be. Do stay out of trouble. I could only do so much from a distance. Okay. Naxar is just going to like, you know, is going to pocket the note and then is going to just, you know, snuggle Tinkus. Probably when Tinkus starts to purr is going to make little purring sounds back. (laughs) As you are absorbed with the return of your familiar, um, I would like everyone else to make perception checks. Ron got a 16. 19. Nice. Okay. Um, I will say all all three of you hear the wind start to pick up, but it's not like picking up near you to like throw sand around you at the bottom of the dune in the direction that you came from, you see sand and ash kind of swirling around in two little cyclones uh twisters coming up the hill towards you some sort of creature or phenomenon that is throwing sand around in its own little contained wind windstorm what are you doing i was gonna say run (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll go check it out uh it's they're coming up the dune are you going closer yeah have fun all right how close do you want to get because they're coming like toward us anyway right Mm -hmm. so i'll probably do because we got onto the glass right to get a closer look so probably far enough close to them that i'm off of the glass okay you get uh, off the off of the glass you're probably like maybe 20 feet away from the rest of the group and they start coming up across the the sand up towards you it's very reminiscent of the twister that you ascended to get through the rift. And from this distance, that's as they are approaching, that's what you can tell. Are you doing anything else? I think I'm just going to keep watching. All right. It's coming close. <laughs> it's about 30 feet in front of you right now. They're coming closer. They're now 15 feet. You can feel the wind from them start to kind of tug at your clothes and then you are surrounded by wind and it is engulfing you. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 
and I need everyone else to roll initiative. <laughs> Do I see any like creature or anything, or it's just wind? It's just wind. 18 on the con save. Okay. <laughs> the dice heard my threat. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm really they happy did. for you. <laughs> you take five points of bludgeoning damage as the wind just whips your hair and clothes and starts to kind of throw small pebbles from the sand across uh, across your body. And you can also roll initiative on thing. <laughs> okay. Cause I was gonna do try to do misty step. Should I wait until after or when it's my initiative turn? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So who got a 20 or above uh, or above? 22 for Rua. Okay. I got another nat 20 for 22. Nice. I'm getting the hell out of this tornado. <laughs> Braun. Braun got a night to you. Nice. Wow, all y'all are high initiatives. Naxara and Rock. Go Braun. Got an eight. Oh, not. Ruck got a 17. All right. Rua, you are up first as you see Anthe get close to these windstorms, essentially, and is engulfed by one, and you can barely see her through the ash and sand that's being whipped around her. What are you doing? Oh, boy. Um... Uh, fighting the wind does not sound great <laughs> for us, for, for somebody who uses a rapier. Um, I think, you know, Rua will draw their weapons. And I guess, would I be able to get close enough to try and poke at one to see what happens without like the one that doesn't have Omphi engulfed? Yeah. Uh, I'll say that you have 35 speed. Is that, or 30? I have 30. Okay, yeah. I'll say you can get to the one that's not engulfed, engulfing Anthe right now. <laughs> this is like a very Rua reluctantly goes over to take a <laughs> jab at this elemental thing with their rapier to see what happens. Yeah, go ahead and roll an attack. Ugh. That's gonna be a 21 versus AC. That will hit. Go ahead and roll your damage and you'll get sneak attack. Because of your swashbuckler. Uh, all right, that is going to be. That's going to be 19 points of damage. <laughs> all right. Your rapier sticks into it. As you get closer, you can feel the heat emanating from not just the sun, but also from this windstorm. And your rapier does dig into it but not as deeply or as forcefully as you thrust it. That's fair. I think Ro was trying more so to test it out than hurt it. Yeah. But, you know. So that's your action. Anything with your bonus action or? Um, still not sure what's happening. So no, Ro is not going to do it a second attack because Ro is still very confused. <laughs> okay. As you withdraw your rapier, you take three points of fire damage from the attack. What? Oh. Okay, what? they're they're hot. Uh, all right, Amphi, you are up next. So I do have speech of the woods. So are they like beasts at all, or they're just elements? Okay, then yeah, I'm gonna misty step to get out and closer to the group. Okay, so you misty step thirty feet back to the top um, of the dune, on back on the glass. Rua is in front of you, kind of even with the elementals. And seeing that Rua is like trying to fight them, uh, I'll cast Moonbeam at second level at the one that had engulfed me so rudely. All right. <clears throat> Go ahead and uh, it makes a constitution saving throw. Is that right? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> nope, 11. Um, so go ahead and roll your damage for it this will count for the first round okay that'll be 11 damage yeah so even in the midday sun you can still see this moonlight envelop the the uh windstorm that you are in engulfed in anything else in your turn you have movement left i think am i closer to the group how far does misty step you're within the group except for rua at this point yeah okay then yeah i'll stay where i am near the group and probably just like 
say, hey, maybe stay on the glass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Braun, it is your turn. You know, I... (laughs) I don't even, I don't, Ron doesn't even know what to do. Like, this is the first time they're seeing a little cyclone tornado thingy and didn't realize that they could get hot. Um, I think they're just going to look around to see if maybe something had cast them, like a creature had maybe cast them. Cause how, okay. How, like, they don't know the science behind it. How else would it evolve? How else did it form? Make a perception check with disadvantage because you're, one level of exhaustion oh that's a nat one (laughs) you don't know anything (laughs) though you even from this far away you get like some sand in your eyes (laughs) and you cannot tell all right that's all i got (laughs) all right you're just kind of standing back with the rest of the group rock yeah stayed out of the way (laughs) uh so how close am i to one of these tornado things about 30 feet 30 feet. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to do something as a ranger. I have probably yet to do in this campaign. I'm going to mark it. Hunter's mark. I use hunter's mark. Okay. There we go. And I'm going to take out an arrow and fire at it. Are you going at the one that Ampi has uh, her moonbeam on or the one that is in front of Rua? Uh, I'm going to concentrate it on one enemy. So the, the moonbeam. Okay. Go ahead and roll your attack. Okay, so that's 15 plus. What are my pluses again? Uh, so that is, oof, that is 22. Yep, that will hit. And it is 1d8 plus 4 plus 6. So where, where is it? What is it? D8. We're sorting through all the dice today. <laughs> oh, ah, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. That is seven plus four. So that's 11 plus what, D6. So that's, uh, what is that, 16 damage? Okay. Uh, can you tell me your hunter's mark separately? Because that is magical damage. Uh, one, that, that, that was. So 11, five. five. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, your arrow knocks into it. It kind of is, it hits and then is whipped to the side and uh, broken as it whips through and away from the, the creature's force, but you do hit it. All right, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up a bit because I'm, I'm thinking a wind thing is uh, kind of terrifying at the moment. All right, how far back are you headed? You have the skeleton behind you, basically. So you can also no, go never around. Never mind. I mean, you can go uh, around I'm the gonna... skeleton and kind of like get some cover if you want. No, I want. I'm gonna stay away from that thing. Uh, maybe just I'll strafe strafe away from the group a little bit, just so we're not clumped up. Okay. That will bring it to their turn. The one in front of you, Rua, is going to engulf you. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay, that was great. As earlier, that's gonna be a thirteen. Okay, you take 15 points of bludgeoning damage and you begin to choke on the dust that is around you. Does this count as an attack? It's not an attack. Okay. And then the other one is going to come up and go after Omphi because it had you before going to make two attacks against you well the one's going to miss completely but does an 18 hit you oh yeah cool so you'll take 11 points of bludgeoning damage as it slams into you does that mean i lose concentration on my moonbeam too you have to make a constitution saving throw uh to maintain concentration all right 19 yeah you're good you maintain concentration (laughs) cool all right that is their turn noxara you're up you have lost sight of Rua as uh, this other creep, the other windstorm has engulfed it, uh, engulfed them, and uh, one is facing off with Omphi at the moment. Am I close? You're pretty close to Omphi. Do I think these things can be attacked by a sword? You saw Rua stab one. <laughs> okay. Okay, then I'm going to blade song. 
and I am I am going to actually use Shadow Blade. So wait, no, no, that's a bonus action. Never mind. Okay, then I'm just gonna attack it with my with my actual sword because I it it's non magical, but still. Does Blade Song make it do- magical? Does Blade Song make it magical? No, it doesn't say. I don't think. Okay. No, that's fine. So, okay, so and then I'm gonna do a disadvantage because I am exhausted. Your attack, your attacks don't have disadvantage; just your ability check. Oh, they don't. Okay, because it was I got. <laughs> I actually rolled really good. I got a twenty and a nineteen. So, but my twenty was the first roll. Okay. So that is a, a twenty-seven to hit. I mean, yes. <laughs> okay <laughs> with the crit go ahead and roll your double dice oh no it's a 26 i was looking at the dagger so i need d8 d8 what's a d8 look like again i found it so two d8 plus three so that's 13 damage nice for my first attack and then for my second attack i got a 21 to hit yes still hits Okay, and then that is six damage. Okay, and as you whip your sword at it, you take seven points of fire damage. Okay, and I have not healed since my... (laughs) Y'all have not rested or done anything. I didn't realize I I can back away. I'm at 15 health. Um... All right. Are you doing anything with your movement? You have half speed at the moment. I can't. I can't really back away because then I can invoke an attack of opportunity. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm just gonna stay there. All right. Back up to the top, Rua. You have lost sight of your party. Is all you can see is ash and sand, and you're trying to shield yourself from this wind. What are you doing? Is it possible to try and disengage or do I need to yeah. break away? Okay. Yeah. We're going to disengage. Okay. <laughs> you burst through the wind. <laughs> Where are you headed? Oh, moving back towards the group. Cause this is, I, I, I stabbed a fiery little tornado and it really hurt back. So it was disengaging and moving back towards the group. Okay. Anything else in your turn? There is one that's now up near the group because, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I still have to hit something. So, <laughs> go ahead. Maybe stabbing the other one won't burn as much. That's what I'm hoping for. Roll your attack. It'll be like ice damage instead or something. <laughs> That'll be just Rose luck. Uh, that is going to be an 18 versus AC. That will hit. Okay. And because it's been a while since I've looked at this. Da, 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 da. Yep. For uh, another enemy is within five feet of the target. So. Yep. You're good. Okay. All right. That is going to be 20 points of damage. Nice. And you take seven points of fire damage as you stab into it. And I am going to uncanny dodge to take half because I am, I'm down to 33 out of a lot of health. So this is not fun. (laughs) All right. That is your turn. Ampi, you are up. The one has moved out of your moonbeam, but you can move it back onto it if you would like. Yeah, I'm going to move it back onto it, but I'm also just going to like, as it's a, as my moonbeam is like aimed at it, I'm going to back up because I don't think I'm very far away from like where the amber tower is and kind of just like poke it <laughs> and like touch it a little bit glass to see if anything yeah to see if anything happens no it's glass but okay. you didn't disengage so it is going to take a slam attack against you as you back up uh and that is an not natural 20 okay so you will take 13 points of bludgeoning damage as a strand of wind kind of like whips across your face as you try to back away from it. So you are now up against this glass skeleton that is your movement bonus action. And you didn't have an, you didn't take an action yet. So 
No, it needs to, I'm going to still angle my moonbeam at it. So it still needs to make a con. Is that your action or a bonus okay. action? I thought it was a bonus action to move it. Uh, I could be wrong. I think it's an action. Okay, never mind. Let me see. Yeah, you can use an action to move the moonbeam up to 60 feet in any direction. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So it'll make that con save on its turn because it'll start its turn in it. Okay. Bron, you're up. <laughs> cool. Um, so we're just gonna, we're going to go attack the cyclone. Um, I think just get out of the way. <laughs> just go behind it. Honestly, I think we should just let it go and like, cause it's not like they're not chasing us technically. So I think we could get out of the way and just let them go through. But I think we've already established that we're attacking them. I will say the one did seem to come after Amphi after she escaped oh, from it. <laughs> okay, never mind. And we angered them. <laughs> we're all gonna die. Okay. No, we're not. I, I, I've got land hands. We're not going to die. We're just going <laughs> to, never mind. Um, I'm going to use my channel divinity. I'm going to turn my weapon. I'm going to use sacred weapon. I'm going to imbue my lovely battle axe with, with, um, with positive energy. We're just going to think positive thoughts, positive thoughts. And we're going to imbue that. And now it's a magical weapon and I'm gonna smash the one that came after Omni. Well what does it look like when you channel your divinity into this uh weapon? Yeah I think everything has like has been like very naturey and so uh you just see just like this bright green glow like a very like foresty green glow. Uh I feel like it'd be really cool to see like magical like vines kind of like twirling around the handle and up the Battle axe head. Mm -hmm, definitely. Yeah. You see these vines start to sprout almost out of the handle itself. Um, and you have little like pink, pink and green flowers that pop up in your hair as well. Yes. And throughout my beard. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And we're going to attempt to kill the thing. Oh God. Roll your two attacks. Ooh. I got a nat 20. I got a nat 20 on there. <laughs> Sophie's rolling so well. This is never gonna happen again. Don't say it out loud. Don't say that out loud. We're gonna have to title this episode something yeah. involving vibes. Yes. I, yeah. What happens when Braun rolls well? Yeah, right. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, roll your roll your damage. Bamboozled. Okay, hold on. Um, I can't believe that. <laughs> Okay. Oh, my brain is just like very burr at the moment. And if if you want to smite, that will also be doubled. Oh yeah. We're smiting. We're absolutely smiting. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. So we've got a D8 plus. Oh God. How many Ds do I get now? How many Ds? So what depends on what level? Uh, 2D8. All the D. Um, yes. Draining damage. One D. We're <laughs> all the D. <laughs> all right, it's it's three D eight. This is three D eight plus eight. Twenty six times two. Twenty six times two. Right? Yeah. Is yeah. Or is it forty yeah. fifty two? What happens when Rod <laughs> rolls well? <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm using up all of my, all of it for the rest of the arcs, all the luck for the rest of the arcs. The whole canister. Smiting crits happen. <laughs> right? What a thunk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is like a little tiny cyclone around like your knees at this point. <laughs> it is bronze knee height. <laughs> As these vines just seem to sprout from your ass axe and actually kind of... <laughs> Yeah, they start from your ass. <laughs> you know what? Listen, from the ass. I've got thick butt hair. I'm not afraid to admit it. Look at my beard hair. You can assume. Um, they sprout from your axe and start to wrap around the twister, almost choking it off. And uh, that's your first attack. Go ahead and take your second. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a non nat twenty that time. Still hits. This is wild. <laughs> oh 
god all right that's 11 11 magical damage yeah how would you like to destroy this elemental <gasps> oh my gosh I, I wish i i i wish i knew any like star wars references because i would have made like a thing of joke but i don't know any start to pretend star wars joke i have the high ground yeah yeah <laughs> also you could just say i hate sand it gets everywhere i don't know i i know a lot of star wars lines i'm gonna stop i love it i love it you're not on tatsumi <laughs> i promise oh god yeah yeah uh so this first elemental is destroyed as Bron just steps forward and cleaves it with these uh vines the only nature or the only greenery for miles as far as you can tell choking out uh this elemental and cutting it off um you still have one in front of you but Bron, that is your action anything with your movement oh i'm good i'll just stand my ground and try to get in the way that way the others don't get harmed Bron, with your two attacks you do take 11 points of fire damage as uh you cut it off okay Ruck, it is your turn. Oh, okay. Um, is the the one that I shot last time the one that had the moonbeam? Is it is it disintegrated? Um. So yeah, you have one left that Rua had been engulfed with. It's still about 20, 30 feet away from you all down the hill. Yeah, hurt a little bit, but not not much. All right, I'm gonna bonus action move my hunter's mark to it, and I'm <laughs> gonna use my air my longbow again. And, great, longbow again, and take another shot. Uh, oh, gross. That was not good. Uh, 14. Just barely misses. You see the arrow shoots out of your bow. Um, it seems to like reach the elemental, but the wind just whips it off um, and it's gone. Drats. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, I don't think I have any other actions I can do. You get a second attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I guess, reload and fire Le- Level six, level six. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. I, I just also realized I was doing some... Anyways, though, we, we don't have to say anything. Let's just say my character's fixed now. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your second attack. You've been doing this for a year now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> Brooke, did you roll your second attack? You're muted if you did uh no yeah sorry i was talking while muted that was awesome um a year a year a year (laughs) (laughs) oh that's an awesome happy child too uh 17 to hit that will hit go ahead and roll your damage and i also fixed my damage because i also was supposed to pick something and now i get an extra eight damage on a roll so let's do this nice plus four so what is that? That's 12 plus 4. So that is 12 plus 4, 16. And then plus another D6. And that's another 5. And that's with the magical damage. 5. Nice. That's it. Cool. I can do math. There we go. Awesome. So as your first arrow is thrown to the side, the second is aimed in the exact same spot and it goes through as the wind goes elsewhere. You kind of manage to get through those uh, gales. It is its turn. It's going to come up and let's see if it gets its thing back. It does. I would need, let's see, Rua, you're there. Bronze there. I need everyone except for Rock, I think. No, Amthi, you backed off. So Ruck and Amthi, you're good, but Bron, Brua, and Naxara, I need you all to make constitution saving throws. Boo. Y'all two get a plus one. Can I make it and I make it with disadvantage, right? Uh it's a saving throw, not an ability check. So you're good. Oh, okay. Oh, even with that plus one, it's only a 10. Okay. 18. You're good. 20. 20, you're good. Okay, so you will take uh Naxara and Bron half of this and Rua you will take the full 18 points of bludgeoning damage yeah <laughs> um and Nox you'll take nine um as the- Rua's looking rough <laughs> y'all same with uh, Noxara I only have six hit points Rua has 12 
Noted. Auntie has noted. <laughs> Auntie is changing tactics. Note to cells, we find better armor and magical weapons of the future, crew. And really, you're also finding it hard to breathe. Um, as yeah. this is the second constitution saving throw, you have failed near them. All right. That it will bring it to Naxara. It is your turn. Okay, Naxara's gonna disengage and back off. Okay. And and then as a bonus action is going to wait, do I do I get a bonus action? Blade, do I can I blade song bonus action disengage? No, I cannot. Um, and then with my bonus action, I am going to throw my raptor's dagger. Okay. Since it's an attack, it's not a disadvantage. That is a 17. That hits. Okay. And this is a D4 of damage. Uh, I don't see it. Okay. So that is one plus four of damage. So that is five. Okay. But it's not halved because it is magical. So as you release the dagger with your uh, blade song still going, you can hear this violin, but you also hear this kind of eagle screech above the music as it hits the um, elemental in front of you and kind of sticks in the sand on the other side, but you can crawl it back on your next turn. Anything else on your turn? Uh, I'm going to get as far away as possible. All right. And with your... Blade song speed that's up to what 40? Uh my walking speed increases by 10. So yes, it's 40. So then I have 20. Okay. So it's 20. Yeah. Awesome. So you are 20 feet away. Are you going towards Ruck, Omphi, or another third direction? Omphi. Omphi can heal. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you start backing away towards the skeleton back to the glass next to Amphi and it is Rua's turn uh we're doing much the same Rua is disengaging and moving back against the glass as well <laughs> all right sorry when is its turn because I don't know if it made its con save for my moonbeam that that one was killed oh that's right Ron killed that's that right one. okay um but it is your turn um, and you have yeah. two very injured party members next yeah, no, to you I'm... and your moonbeam is still going. <laughs> Gonna stop the moonbeam. Um, and okay. I'm going to summon a unicorn spirit totem. She's, she's feeling, she's feeling the sand. So it's going to be a little brown, almost like sandcastle unicorn. Um, and then I'm going to cast cure wounds on myself. Uh, but that will give six hit points back to anyone in a 30 foot radius of me. Awesome. So you just kind of from the sand, I would say like a horse basically stands up out of the sand um, and shakes the sand off of it. And you have this kind of beautiful golden Palomino in front of you with a horn, of course, because it's a unicorn and they kind of just stand in front of you, stand guard in front of uh, all three of you uh Bron, you're up I'm gonna go smash the other one <laughs> a 23 to hit yeah it's and we're gonna smite uh, okay 27 magical damage god damn and you will take eight points of fire damage because i rolled real well on that one Ooh. okay okay and I will use my second attack to try to smash it again. <laughs> okay. I was an 11 that time. That one will miss. Um, so your axe cleaves through the first time, misses on the second one. Anything else on your turn? Movement bonus action? I think I'm going to move. I'll move a little bit in the other direction to see if I can get it to follow me and away from the injured party members. Okay. Make an intimidation check and normally you'd have disadvantage because you have that exhaustion, but I'll say make it straight. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's an eight. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not sure if it'll follow you or not at this point, but it will take an attack of opportunity against you. Then rolls a four. So never mind. Just too much of a cinnamon roll. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <To> the flowers. <laughs> yeah. The flowers like kind of lessen the effect of the intimidating <laughs> smite a little bit for it. <laughs> That's fair. Nice trade-off. Uh, Ruck, it is your turn. I am going to just take aim at that same uh, twister and take two shots at it. Okay. Roll your attack. Do better. That's better. Uh, 23. Hits for sure. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now math again. Okay, remember how I did this before? A, D, 8, D, 6. That was gross. Um, so what is that? That's five, nine, and 15. Uh, four of it was the uh, hunter's mark. Cool. Okay. Cool. Um, oh, I got one more shot. Yeah. Uh, that is, that was 22. Hits. <laughs> So that is 11, 15, 20, 20? Yeah. Uh, nice. Six of that was uh, the uh, hunter's mark. Awesome. I'm doing mental math. Awesome. Okay. Uh, two arrows right into the center of this elemental. You can see the wind start to kind of falter a little bit. The sand is getting a little lower. Um, instead of whipping through the entire elemental, that is its turn. Get it back. Damn it. All right. Uh, it'll just take two. Let's see. It's going to go after Ruck. Ruck, uh, it's going to kind of follow after towards you and take two slam attacks against you. <laughs> and your arrows really did a number on it because it rolled a nat one and a four. So. <laughs> It's just kind of faltering and uh, kind of picking up less and less sand. Um, it's probably about Eric's height at this point. But that is its turn, Naxara. It is your turn. Okay, Naxara's going to call back her uh, her dagger mm-hmm. and is going to cast a firebolt. Yeah. Eh, something. <laughs> Whatever looks the weakest. It's the only one left, so. <laughs> okay. That is a 17 to hit. That will hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay, and that's a D10. D10. Uh, four plus... That's just... Oh, no, it's 2D10. Okay. So four plus uh, nine. So 13. Nice. All right. It is lagging as this firebolt kind of does kind of like a mini explosion in the center of the um, twister and starts to kind of break the wind apart. It's still up, but barely. Rua, it is your turn. Back with Ampi and Natsara. (laughs) Oh, I feel like I should go attack it, but I am still very low at HP. But, you know, maybe. You You know what? We will how about how far away is it at this point it's about 20 25 feet okay so i could always disengage at least step back afterwards okay yeah we'll go up and take a stab and <laughs> hope i can okay. end its existence uh, that's gonna be an 18 versus ac that will hit Rock is engaged, so you get sneak attack. All right, that was not great rolls for that, but that is going to be six, eight, nine. That's going to be 12. Okay, you take eight points of fire damage. Yeah, it's fine. Um, (laughs) You're trying to kind of cut it apart, and it's working to an extent, but it's still kind of picking up a little bit of dirt and ashes still floating around it. Okay. And we'll use the bonus action to disengage and move okay. a few steps back. All right. Ampi, you're up. So Noxara is still near me. It, mm-hmm. And is Rua back within 30 feet? She's within 30 feet. Okay. Yeah. But Rock and Bronze still aren't. Uh, no, they, um, 
Ron is. Ruck, I'll say, is still kind of within 30 feet, which is on the far side of the elemental. So, okay. I think I'm going to cast Goodberry then, seeing as how it looks like we're about to win. And I'll just like not eat any, but I'll keep it in my hand. Um, so, yeah, I'll cast Goodberry. And that means everybody gets six hit points back. Okay. And come get some berries when you're done doing your things. <laughs> Thanks. Every time you say that, all I can think is the berries and cream, berries and cream, like commercial. I saw that's berries, but no cream currently. Are you a young lad? No, but it could be. Also, nobody wants cream in the desert. Ugh. That's valid. Curdled. Curdled cream. All right, Bron, it is it is your turn, Bron. Uh, we're gonna try to kill it. We're gonna try to end its existence. Twenty-one to hit. That will hit. Okay. Uh, it. I'm not gonna swipe this time. It like I feel like it looks good enough. <laughs> it's a nine damage, nine magical damage. You take three points of fire damage, but please describe how you end its existence. <laughs> you know, I feel like I just like turn onto the blunt and just go boop, and just like, you know, fizzle it out. And like a deflated, um, kind of like a deflated uh, balloon, it just whoop, and the dust and ash settle on the ground um, and the elementals are gone. Come get your berries! And that's where we're going to end the session. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> good, good ending. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more Dice Collectors content, follow us on Twitter at Dice Collectors and check out our Patreon. If you like the show, give us a review and a holler. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep rolling. <laughs>